Happy Equinox and New Moon in Libra. The equinox became exact at 9.03 p.m. New York time on Thursday, September 22nd, which was 1.03 Greenwich Mean Time on September 23rd. And the new moon in almost three degrees of Libra becomes exact at 5.54 p.m. New York time, which is 21.54 Greenwich Mean Time on Sunday, September 25th. Each time the season turns, it is a cause for celebration. In the pagan tradition, and I consider myself a pagan, the autumnal equinox in the northern hemisphere is called Mabin. It is a festival celebrating the middle of harvest season, a time to give thanks for and to indulge in the abundance of crops available to consume. You can take this quite literally and indulge in healthy fall fruits and vegetables like squashes and apples. Also, you can take this figuratively and give thanks for all the abundance in your life right now. For example, look in your refrigerator. Is it full of food? Visit your local supermarket. Is it teeming with aisles and aisles of delicacies from around the world? This is really quite a miracle if you think about it, but we often take it for granted. There are billions of people around the world who can barely afford to feed themselves and their families, and even then they may only be able to survive by eating a meager diet of rice or junk processed foods. There are millions of people right now under the dark influence of war in Eastern Europe, constantly fearing for their safety. Do you have friends and family in your life right now? And I know, of course, you want more friends and a new family probably, but on this equinox, give thanks for the friends and family that you do have. Most of our soul lessons are worked out in this lifetime in relationships. No one comes into your life by accident. So give thanks to God, Source, Universe, Creator, whatever that aspect is for you, for all the social connections in your life, be them in person or online. A great practical exercise you can do to honor the equinox is to make a gratitude journal or a gratitude list. Write down at least 20 things you're grateful for. They can be anything. This can even be a daily practice if you'd like. And I'd certainly encourage you to pause the video or the podcast and make your gratitude list now if you'd like. Finding the balance in your life. On the equinox, day and night are of approximately equal length everywhere on the planet. This only happens twice a year. So on this special celestial event of day and night being in perfect equal harmony, ask yourself, are you in perfect equal harmony? If you had to guess, which side of you is more dominant? The intuitive, emotional, divine feminine side? Or the logical, practical, divine masculine side? Also, which side of you requires more healing? The shadow masculine, which can manifest, for example, as over-aggressiveness, greed, narcissism, or impatience. Or the shadow feminine, which can manifest as martyrdom, codependency, playing small, or afraid to say no. Take some time to contemplate and journal on how you improve, how you can improve the balance between your masculine and feminine sides. And pause the video or the podcast if you'd like to do that now. Does your physical life feel like it's in balance? For light workers, it is often more comfortable for us to engage in things like meditation and spiritual practices. But our grounded 3D life can often remain out of sorts. 
if you want to truly make it to that 5D realm and be able to stay there consistently, you need to get your 3D, so to speak, life in order so that it naturally becomes a 5D life. And here are some other Equinox-themed questions of self-inquiry that you can ask yourself. And it might, be journal, it might be helpful to journal on these, so feel free to pause the video or the podcast between each question if you'd like. Am I as grounded as I am idealistic? Do I spend as much time taking care of my present time earthly responsibilities as I do meditating, reading spiritual books, or doing other spiritual things? Or conversely, am I not allowing enough time for myself to focus on my spiritual life? Do I spend enough time expressing myself artistically or creatively on a consistent basis? Am I taking the best care of my physical body? Does my diet need to be cleaned up? Am I drinking the cleanest water? Am I exercising daily? Am I sleeping enough? Are there health issues that need to be addressed? Am I balancing time spent on social media or on my phone with time spent outdoors connected with nature? Do I spend as much time appreciating all that I have now as I do dreaming of more, desiring more, or being jealous of those who have more? Do I spend as much time loving myself as I do giving love to others? Do I spend enough time taking care of myself? Do I spend too much time taking care of others? Or conversely, could I give more to others? Do I give and receive equally? Do I allow myself time to relax, to balance out the time I spend working hard? If I had to guess, which side of me needs most of my attention right now? Or which sides? The physical, the mental, the emotional, or the spiritual? Which areas of my life feel most out of balance, as in career, relationships, health, daily practices? Which areas feel most imbalance? What steps can I take in the near future to bring more balance to the parts of my life that feel out of balance? What plan can I make for the far future to experience a complete balance and optimization between all areas of my life? If you'd like to really dive in and work on balancing all areas of your life, I'd recommend one of my recorded classes in particular. It's called Creating the 5DU, and you can go to my website. It's youareadivinehuman.org, all spelled out, youareadivinehuman.org, or you can go to the pinned comment here on YouTube, and you can find my website link there. 
Go to the Events, Courses, and Webinars page. Scroll down a bit until you find Creating the 5DU. You can even check out a preview of it before you order the class. New Moon in Libra opposite Jupiter. The equinox marked the moment when the Sun moved into Libra. This new moon occurs at approximately 3 degrees of Libra opposite Jupiter with exactly 1 degree of orb. Libra is a cardinal air sign. A cardinal sign signals the beginning of a season. Libra is in charge of welcoming in autumn in the northern hemisphere and spring in the southern hemisphere. As tropical astrology was aligned to was created to align the signs with the northern hemisphere seasons, it makes sense that fall is ruled by an air sign with the leaves flying through the air and the wind blowing foretelling the return of winter soon. It's so amazing like the first day uh, this year it just happened that the first day of autumn uh, was really windy and, and cold uh, up here in the northeast and it was like wow that really changed quickly because a few days prior it had been like in the 80s <laughs> doesn't always happen like that but uh, that air element of libra season is really palpable libra is a cardinal air sign that is represented by the glyph of scales demonstrating the need for balance and harmony as one of the irreplaceable facets of a healthy life libra is ruled by venus the planet of love and relationships Libra is, of course, associated with relationships, including romantic and familial, and diplomacy, fairness, and balance. It is the ruler of the seventh house, which is the house of partnerships, governing, as you might guess, relationships and partnerships. During Libra season, we have the opportunity to create balance and harmony in all areas of life. It is also the perfect time to make amends where amends need to be made. Mercury is still retrograde, but now it has moved backwards into Virgo. Mercury conjuncts Venus and trines Pluto in this new moon chart, making it a good time to revisit unsettled energies from romantic relationships from the past if you feel the need to do so. With Mercury and Venus in Virgo, logically talking things out will be the way to make progress in achieving whatever energetic resolution is to be had. I'll spend some time later in this podcast discussing both fam family and romantic relationship dynamics from a soul level, as this is also very much a Libra topic. There are two really significant aspects being made in this new moon chart. One is the sun and moon opposing the retrograde Jupiter in Aries, as I previously mentioned, and the other is Saturn and Uranus coming into a nearly direct square with one another, just 41 degrees of orb for that square. Oppositions, let's start with the first one, oppositions are very polarizing aspects. So on one hand, this opposition provides an opportunity to create success and growth, especially in relationships, and can make us feel quite friendly and generous towards others. But on the other hand, it also creates the risk for uninhibited growth in an unbalanced way and for people to get greedy. Saturn and Uranus have been squaring one another on and off since about the beginning of last year. Saturn and Uranus squaring can cause violence and unexpected geopolitical events and natural disasters. They also squared one another during the Great Depression from 1929 to 31. A good example of the negative side of these aspects currently playing out in the outside world right now is the sick psychopath Putin 
drawing up 300,000 Russian soldiers, many unwilling to fight from the general populace to try to save face in a war he's clearly losing. Makes me so sad that so many people are dying, families are being ruined, nature's being poisoned, and the safety of the entire world is at serious risk, all because just one psychopath wants to leave some sort of sick legacy of conquering land before he dies. Another negative example is the plethora of tropical storm activity we are currently seeing in the Atlantic. Post-tropical cyclone Fiona has just battered the Maritimes of Canada after causing a ton of destruction in Puerto Rico, Bermuda, and the Dominican Republic. Please pray and visualize protection and recovery for all those that have been affected by Fiona. In addition to Fiona, we have Tropical Storm Gaston, which seems to be on track to strike Florida, and Tropical Storm Hermine, which could end up heading anywhere, really. Hermine or Hermione? Probably Hermione, because Hermione is a character in um, uh, the Wizard movies. Harry Potter, right? (laughs) The Moon-Jupiter conjunction could also temporarily cause mental health issues to worsen. So hang in there. The Saturn-Uranus square is coinciding with a very real uh, concern of a recession, both here and abroad. The Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped nearly 500 points the other day following the Federal Reserve's third consecutive 75 basis point interest rate hike, putting us at the highest interest rate since 2008. Very significant. Fed Chair Jerome Powell has also announced that the plan is to sharply increase unemployment in order to decrease demand for products. How cruel. Just playing with people's lives, the Fed does. I think that more pain is in store for the stock and cryptocurrency markets. I think we are at the beginning stages of a multi-year worldwide recession that will serve the desire of the powers that be to almost eviscerate the middle class in first world countries. The rich will get richer and the poor will get poorer. So now it is crucial to build your wealth. And remember that in a recession, the safest asset is the dollar, unlike what some of you that are, to be quite honest, more out in la-la land and some of your beliefs about economics tend to say. The dollar is going to be safer than anything right now. Because Saturn and Uranus are both outer planets, they will affect the collective and the outside world more. However, on an individual level, this powerful square could cause you to have unanticipated emotional outbursts or to act over-aggressively in any situation where you feel stuck or restricted. Keep this in mind and remember to take a pause before responding emotionally in any situation, unless, of course, you're in some sort of danger. It is difficult to keep a level head in the heat of a moment, so the key is usually to allow some time to pass before responding or addressing a situation at hand when you're feeling less emotional and thinking more logically, pragmatically, and with a keen eye towards what you want to manifest in the future. On the positive side, a good example of the Jupiter-Moon opposition and Jupiter-Sun opposition playing out in the benevolent way in the outside world is Ivan Schwinar, the aging billionaire owner of Patagonia, giving away most of his fortune to fighting climate change. I mean, how often do we see uh, an aging billionaire give away his entire fortune to any cause? This would be a great time to make donations to charity and to give things away to friends and family as you feel called to. 
As promised, now let's dive deeper into discussing the topic of healing family and romantic relationships. Healing family and romantic relationships. As I mentioned before, one of the great things about Mercury Retrograde is that it gives us the opportunity to renegotiate and heal difficult family and romantic relationships. With Mercury conjunct Venus, it is an especially good time to work on the latter. One of the most fascinating parts of my spiritual skills and service work is that I have this special ability to read the karmic ties between two people, to read the soul contract. And you can be assured, let me assure you, that almost always those people in your life with whom you've had the most complicated relationships think family members, close friends, or romantic lovers are people you've known before in past lives because you know those souls very well. You see, souls like to dress up and play different characters in each other's plays. Your mother may have been your brother in another lifetime. Your husband may have been your daughter in another lifetime. Souls that know each other well often incarnate with each other over and over. These souls that you know well may be fellow souls in your soul group of 12, or if not, then they most likely are in your monadic group of 144 souls. See, there's a group of 12 souls. That's your soul group or oversoul. And then 12 of those makes up the monadic group. When two souls that know each other quite well dress up as different characters and have different relationships between each other in a series of lifetimes, karma is accumulated between those two souls. In this context, think of karma as a log of every word spoken and experience shared between two souls when they're incarnated at the same time on earth. Your history with your current boyfriend, girlfriend, mom, or dad is likely goes much deeper than just what you can remember from your current lifetime. The natural trajectory of all things is balance and resolution, which is very Libra, and it is no different in this case. Each soul desires to resolve any past life negative karma with other souls. Sometimes it is planned for the resolution to happen in this lifetime, but sometimes not. Sometimes the resolution may be planned for a subsequent lifetime or for after one or both of the souls has left their physical body and is now existing in an afterlife realm. As lightworkers, we naturally want to resolve everything. We generally carry deep down aversion to people being mad at us or disappointed in us. Lightworkers tend to be martyrs and people pleasers rather than narcissists. However, although the natural trajectory of all karmic relationships is complete resolution, it may not always be the right time for that to happen. One of the most difficult lessons for many lightworkers could be to learn when to walk away or to cut someone out of your life. Please receive these words clearly and with compassion. You are under no obligation to continue to receive someone's abuse or negative energy simply because they are your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife, son, daughter, mother, father, friend, or coworker, You have complete free will to cut anyone out of your life if you feel so inclined. I know this is not an easy thing to talk about, but you are likewise under no obligation to continue to be emotionally and energetically drained by someone, no matter what your history is with them. I realize that sometimes it is not practical nor possible to completely cut someone out of your life, or you may not want to or be ready to, but in many instances the solution may be to keep some geographical distance between you and that person or to just interact with that person less. You don't have to pick up the phone every time someone calls. You don't have to respond to every text. You don't have to hang out with a person every time they're feeling sad or want to complain about their boyfriend or boss or mother. 
you don't have to tolerate being drained. But there are, of course, relationships that you do want to keep. You don't want to avoid the other person, but there are some difficulties that need to be worked through. For these kinds of relationships, we can harness all the Libra energy in the stars right now to harmonize. With the retrograde Mercury in Virgo making an out-of-sign conjunction with the Sun and Moon, the most important factor that will give us the opportunity to harmonize our relationships is effective communication and focusing on the details. And the best way to keep focus on the details is to be a good listener. Listening to someone else deeply and fully is one of the best gifts that you can give somebody. Practice listening without immediately inputting your opinion. Try letting someone just let out everything they need to say so that they feel fully heard and then speak your mind. Usually when people feel listened to, they'll be more apt to listen better to what you have to say. The Libra energies support a healthy back and forth dialogue. With the sun and moon forming a wide trine over six degrees of orb with the retrograde Pluto and Capricorn, and with Venus and Mercury forming a nearly exact trine to Pluto, it is a wonderful time to heal perceived issues of misuse of power between people, especially in families and partnerships, and to establish a more commensurate balance of power between you and others that can cultivate a healthier relationship for both you and the other into the future. As Libra rules the house of partnership, the seventh house, of course, it is also it also very much has to do with romantic relationships, as I've said. Unquestionably, the one factor that differentiates successful, harmonious, long-lasting romantic relationships from those that come and go with frustration is effective communication. When things are left unsaid between lovers, or when what is said is vague and unclear, it builds up tension in both parties. Even the most unintuitive person can sense that something is amiss when a lover isn't telling them something important. There are cases when people stay married for decades while still holding back from telling their partner their true feelings. Oftentimes people get into, long, into a long-term relationship and things become familiar. They end up literally becoming afraid of what life would be without their partner. They may wish their partner would radically change, or deep down they may wish that they had the courage to walk away, but they believe that these endeavors would be futile. Afraid to leave the marriage, they just bottle up the resentment inside. This type of resentment can even manifest itself as illness years down the line if the feelings are not dealt with and the necessary difficult conversations are not had. If we want to build fifth dimensional partnerships, and I'm very much interested and a proponent of building fifth dimensional partnerships and relationships of all kinds, the most important facet is open communication. When the communication is open from the start, it's a lot less likely that one partner will feel afraid to bring something up to the other later in the relationship. But if you've been in a relationship for a while where the energy feels stagnant and you feel like there's a lot that has been left unsaid, one helpful tip is to plan an excursion out in public and plan to have the difficult conversations there or alternately just go on a walk with your partner. Getting outside of your home if you live together and, you know, in which the energies become stagnant, usually in the home, and into a fresh environment with fresh energy, like ideally even on like a vacation, can also bring fresh energy to the way that you and your partner have become accustomed to communicating with one another. And Venus and Virgo trines the retrograde Pluto and Capricorn nearly directly on this new moon. This aspect causes us to feel intense passion and sexual desire. 
So if you're in a romantic relationship, it's a great time to revisit and augment the romantic and sexual passion that first brought you two together as a couple. And this can go a long way to repairing relationships. Of course, the truth, the truth is, is that sometimes relationships, whether romantic or familial, familial, are irreparable, at least for the time being. Sometimes a relationship requires a period of separation before two people can really come back and repair what has been damaged. Or sometimes a relationship needs to reach its conclusion, and the karmic issues will need to be worked out later when the two people are in different stages in their lives, or even in future lifetimes, or the dream space or afterlife realms. Exploring your masculine and feminine sides. As I mentioned earlier, the equinox and the new moon present the perfect time to create greater balance and harmony between your masculine and feminine sides. If when you're contemplating and journaling on your masculine and feminine aspects, and I hope you did some journaling when I was talking about those things earlier, if you feel that you could use a greater influx of the healthy divine feminine energies, then regardless of your sex or gender, allow yourself to indulge in things like beauty, art, softness, and pleasure. And if it's the divine masculine energies that you need an influx of, push yourself to exercise, play sports, build or fix things, etc. Ultimately, of course, we should strive to achieve a balance between our masculine and feminine energies, and we should be participating in both divine feminine and divine masculine activities often. But at certain points in our journey, we will need more of an influx of one rather than the other. Jewish New Year. I also want to acknowledge that this new moon is Rosh Hashanah, the Jewish New Year. It is the beginning of the New Year on the Hebrew calendar. So happy Rosh Hashanah to all those that celebrate. Wishing you a happy equinox, a blessed maven, a happy Rosh Hashanah if you're celebrating, and a happy new moon in Libra. With love, this is Matthew John. Before you go, please do me a couple of favors. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet subscribed to the Higher Self channel. And please leave a comment below. I read all the comments and I respond to all the comments. So uh, please leave a comment below if you enjoyed this podcast. And of course, please share this on your social media feeds if you found this helpful and you think the people on your social media feeds would enjoy this content. I would invite you to check out more of my work on my website. It's youareadivinehuman.org, all spelled out, youareadivinehuman.org. Or you can go ahead and go to the pinned comment below and click on my website link. You can also see my other links there as well to my YouTube channel, my Instagram, and of course my email. So I am enrolling people now for my new Ascending as One group Ascension Mentorship Program. And I'm so excited to get started with this pretty soon, coming up in November. I have a deal that is still valid. I haven't hit the cap yet, where the first 20 people that sign up for Ascending is one. I'm doubling your membership for free. You sign up for a month, you get a month free. You sign up for six months, you get six months free. I've even had people already sign up for a whole year and get a whole year free. So I'm committed to this program. I have to be because I've got people signed up for two years. But I'm totally committed to this program. This is the signature group mentorship program for me from now on. The intention is to bring people together from all around the world into a group container. You're going to make brand new friends. There's a Telegram group for the uh, Ascending is One where you can make friends, find your soul tribe from around the world. And these are long three-hour calls. You can join live or on demand. Each week, we're working on a different spiritual topic. 
a different teaching each week to assist in your healing and self-development and to accelerate your ascension. Group healing meditations each week. Group EFT tapping each week. Weekly astrology updates. So I'll go more in-depth than I even do on these podcasts about the upcoming astrology for the week. Live readings on each call. You can raise your hand. I'll do a reading for you. Q&A on each each call. All topics open. You want to ask me about anything, and believe me, I know about a lot of stuff. I am very uh, intelligent, and I pay attention to pretty much everything that I can that's going on in the world. So you can ask me anything on these calls. You get my uh, webinars and courses for free to do on the side. There's free merchandise if you stay in uh, for a couple months. You get really significant discounts on full-length private sessions, webinars, classes, and retreats. And there's no commitment necessary. It's a subscription program, but you can cancel anytime you want. There's two levels of membership. Tier 2 includes three group calls per month, one free course per month, 10% off private sessions, 5% off spiritual mentoring packages, comprehensive courses, one-on-one psychic development training, and retreats. It starts at just $88 a month, but if you're one of the first 20 people, and I only have a few spots left before I hit that cap of 20, you would get 88 for it would be $88 for two months. If you sign up for three months, $244, that's gonna be six months for $244. Okay, you're gonna get a year for $477 and two years for $777. Now, what I recommend though is doing the VIP. The VIP ascending as one membership gets you four group calls per month. That bonus fourth call, I'm doing some Syrian channeling, channeling directly from a group of Syrian beings. I don't do a lot of direct channeling, so this is something pretty special for me to uh, do this on these calls. You get three free courses per month as a VIP member, and listen to this, you get a free 20-minute private reading with me each month. So you can look forward to having a phone reading with me every month. You can ask me anything on those calls. You want me to do some tarot reading for what's ahead for the next month for you. You want me to look at your uh, astrology transits. You want me to use my clairvoyance or my clairsentience to look into anything in your life. I'm happy to do that on those calls. You get a remote chakra scan and report if you hang in there for six months. You also get merchandise, a mug after three months, a t-shirt after six months, and a hoodie after 12 months. 25% 25% off private sessions with the setting as one VIP and 20% off spiritual mentoring packages, comprehensive courses, and retreats. Speaking of retreats, check out my 2023 Lionsgate retreat. It's happening next year at one of the premier retreat centers in the Northeast. Go to my YouTube channel, go to the pinned comment below on YouTube, or type in Matthew John into the search bar and you'll see it's uh, one of the recent videos that I did, a 2023 Lionsgate Retreat. You can check out all the details and check out the retreat center there. I have an early bird special, 30% off if you put down a deposit for the retreat by October 15th. If you'd like to put down a deposit, email me, youareadivinehuman at gmail.com. My email is also in the pinned comment below. For VIP, it's 144 a month, but if you're one of the first 20, that's 144 for two months, and it'd be 404 for six months, 799 for 12 months. So think about that: 799, you're getting 12 readings with that, plus you're getting 48 three-hour group calls. It's really a fantastic deal if you break it down, and then you can get two years for 1555. So uh, here's the schedule for ascending as one coming up. November 6th, Ascension 101. November 13th, Healing Your Root Chakra. November 20th, Tarot Basics. November 27th, Nutrition Supplements for Ascension. That is a VIP-only call with Syrian Channeling. 
December 4th, healing your sacral chakra. December 11th, refining your intuition. December 18th, understanding and interpreting soul contracts. December 26th, that's a Monday, winter solstice and Yule group activation, Syrian channeling. January 2nd, that's a Monday, stepping into your highest vibration for 2023. January 8th, healing your solar plexus chakra. January 15th, understanding and seeing your past lives. January 22nd, Astrology Basics and Syrian Channeling. So if you want to learn astrology, make sure you're on VIP of Ascending as One for January. And I have the schedule out all the way until April. If you're on my email list, you've seen the schedule. If you're not on my email list, go to my website, go to the pinned comment below, click on my website or type in youaredivinehuman.org into your uh, web browser and uh, sign up for my email list if you'll see a pop-up ad if you uh, access it on a laptop or a desktop and it'll say you know want a free guided meditation sign up for my email list and you go ahead and do that also you can just uh, drop your email in the comments below if you'd like me to sign up uh, sign you up for my email list okay um also go to my website you can check out all the other stuff i offer i do offer private sessions one-on-one with people worldwide I've worked with people in over 60 countries, I believe, and wherever you are in the world, we can work together. And uh, it's a new thing that I'm offering is you can get a video session with me for no extra charge. So I'm now offering video sessions for no extra charge. I'm still offering the spiritual mentoring packages, as you may have heard me talk about before. And if you're thinking about doing a spiritual mentoring package, the best thing you can do is a sign up for sending as one VIP so you can get that 20% discount. Uh, I also wanted to mention, if you're in Australia, you get 25% off anything on my website. If you're in Canada, you get 20% off anything on my website. And if you're in New Zealand, you get 30% off anything on my website. That would apply to anything except for um, the mini courses and webinars like the Creating the 5DU that I would mentioned earlier. But any private sessions, any of the uh, courses, uh, the, you know, the, the comprehensive courses, the retreats, or Ascending is One, you do get those discounts just to balance out the poor exchange rate. Okay, if you have any questions, you want to reach out to me. I'm super easy to get in touch with. Or please just say hi. I always like meeting new people. Okay, email me, youaredivinehuman at gmail.com. Go to my website, youaredivinehuman.org. If you're on your laptop or desktop, you'll see a little pop-up in the bottom right corner. It has my face. It says, have questions, ask Matthew. You can click on that, type in your correct email address and your question or comment. You can also, if you don't see that, go to my website, scroll your mouse over the more tab and click on the contact me uh, part of that and type in your correct email address and message. You can also uh, go to my website on mobile and just click the mail icon or you can reach out to me on Instagram, okay? At Matthew John Healer, find me on Instagram and reach out to me there. Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Please, again, I appreciate you being here. Please comment if you enjoyed the podcast. And if you are excited for this Libra season, and I look forward to speaking to everyone coming up on the upcoming full moon in Aries in a fortnight. Until then, everyone, please remember to be kind to yourself, to be kind to others, to be kind to animals, and to be kind to the earth. With love, this is Matthew John.